Anecdotal Basics of Christianity Episode 12 Hurting People Hurt People Many years ago, I studied developmental psychology at university. I tell you that, not only in an attempt to add something a bit more interesting to the CV I've been inadvertently compiling through self-disclosure in these anecdotes, but also so that you understand that I have an interest in discovering answers to the questions, why do I, or do they, think like that, say that, feel that, do that? I am a firm believer that the things of the past affect our present and that it is worth addressing those things that have had a negative effect. When I became kingdom-minded, I realised that Jesus added mega-value to my knowledge of psychology. He is, after all, the author of psychology, having in his wisdom created humanity with minds and emotions that were intended for good. Jesus doesn't change our story by erasing the painful parts of our memories, but he does overwrite our stories with his story if we ask him to. We can take our hurts and pain to Jesus and receive healing from him. I realise that we can also take our hurts and pain to therapy and receive healing, and it is part of his plan that we should be channels of his healing to one another. But only Jesus himself is the source of complete healing, and only he provides us with good gifts in exchange. Many Christians don't engage in this healing process some because they're not aware that it's available to them, but others because they're of the opinion that they've managed to live with it for X years and they're doing all right, so best to leave well alone. I chose to live with my pain for many years before deciding to deal with it before God. The reason I held on to it was because I was so defined by the pain of my past, I thought I might implode if I let it go. Sadly, if we choose not to deal with the hurts of the past, the truth is that we not only risk walking with a limp ourselves, but we also risk hurting others. The emotional wounds of the past are often referred to as baggage, and the picture this evokes for me is of a person standing on a packed London tube train with a very full rucksack on their back. I live within the range of the tube network, and have been attacked on the odd occasion by such a rucksack, and whether or not you've had the experience, I hope you get the picture. The person may well have distributed the weight of the contents of the rucksack so that they barely notice they are carrying it, but every time they move, someone gets nudged, or even whacked, by the baggage. In our lives, this plays itself out in the form of negative words and actions. Luke 6.45 says, The mouth speaks what the heart is full of. And in this way, the hurt that caused the baggage in the first place continues to bear fruit, and that fruit is mouldy. The pain festers inside the hurting person. Sometimes they're conscious of this, sometimes not. But it will almost certainly spill out and damage others. And so the cycle of pain goes on. Are you carrying a rucksack? Do you still need it? And remember, rucksacks usually hide round the back of you. 
so you may need to ask a trusted friend for their opinion.